Welcome to Why Do You Know That? When you're here, you're family. This week, Italian pasta. That's why I did the... You get it. Welcome to Why Do You Know That? The party podcast that wants to know why you know so much about a very specific topic. I'm Nadia Osman. I'm Steve Slaga. Hi, Steve. Hi, Nadia. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? My cat is sneezing. Oh, no. She's a sneezy cat. I had to take her to the vet. She has a little cold? She has uh, some sort of possible respiratory infection. Poor Um, fruit snack. She's fine. She's just sneezing a lot. And I called the vet and was like, she's sneezing a lot. And once she had a respiratory infection, so I don't know if it's the same thing. Like in general, like the idea that it could be what she had years ago. And they're like, oh, well, yes, if the respiratory infections come back, we'll get her in right away. And I'm like, oh, um, okay. Uh, I just lied and pretended that she had it to get an appointment sooner. But it was better for my schedule. (laughs) Anyway, she's got medicine that I have to put in her mouth, which is not easy. And it smells like bananas. It's like a creamy kind of liquid that like you have to keep in the fridge and she I basically have to just choke my cat for 10 seconds until she takes it. So you lied to the veterinarian in order to get your cat banana cream that you forced down her throat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And also and also a maple syrup kind of vitamin enhancer thing as well. She's got two things she has to take. And it's just because she's going like Often, oh, okay. nonstop, so like, and, achoo, and she achoo, sleeps. Achoo. She sleeps against me, so she, I've been waking up to sneezes in my face, <laughs> which That's, can't be good. It's adorable, but also very annoying. Yeah, oh uh, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> it used to be cute. Like some, it, it's not cute. like now. Whenever she sneezes, it's like, is that the only sneeze? Is this going to be a cute thing, or is she going to keep sneezing? And it's not cute. She has to go to the vet. Thing is. We do so much for our pets. We do. That I feel like. I spoil her. Yeah. I get her lots of um, foods, sometimes fancier foods, sometimes comforting foods. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Maybe like the ultimate comfort food. Yeah. I don't know that you should feed your cat this. Uh It's probably going to make them sick. Oh, no. What kind of? We could eat it. What what are you talking about? Maybe Italian food. Oh, That's the sec alert going off. We did it. I'm going to bring in our guest. You know her for one day at a time in UCB. Please welcome Santina Muha. Hello. Hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we're technically in Santina's apartment. Yeah, we're um, on location. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was we telling, go wherever the guest is. I was telling Nadia when we came in that um, Chelsea Handler, like, because Mark Marin famously does a podcast. Uh, um, <laughs> In his garage, uh-huh, and Chelsea right. Handler was like, "No, you come to me." Oh. So, like, yeah. well, she's from New Jersey, like me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's a Jersey girl thing, yeah. maybe. Yeah. So you're the Chelsea us. Handler. Of Why do you know that? <laughs> Great. Um, today's topic is Italian pasta, mm-hmm. specifically, not just Italian food. Italian food, right. way too broad. Italian. Pasta, however, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of ground to cover there. As I started looking stuff up, I was like, whoa, there's so much. The, the history of it is fascinating. There's so many different types of just noodles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We're going to dive into all of it. But first, Santina, Italian pasta, why do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> because I grew up in what I like to call an Italian full house. Mm-hmm. So after my mom and father were divorced when I was like one-ish, 
uh, we moved back in with my my mom's parents, which I called Nonna and Nonno, which is the Italian for grandmother and grandma, grandfather. They're there behind you, behind you in the black and white photos. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. And when did they come to Jersey? Uh, or were they, they were born here? No, no, okay. no, no, no. They were born in Sicily. Okay. Because uh, the photo made it seem like they, it was. No, my nonno there, he's in his, his olive garden uh-huh. in Sicily, an yes. actual olive garden. Yes. Because I, I was looking at that middle one and I was yeah. like, that does not, I've been to Jersey a few no, times. That does not look like Jersey. That does no. not look like an olive garden in Jersey. <laughs> no, no, that's an olive garden in Sicily. And then that's my nonna on the bottom. She's the, the, the third non-smiling woman in that photo <laughs> of um, of siblings there. And she's also from um, a different coastal city in Sicily. Okay. Yeah. So they're both Sicilian immigrants. So they came together. They actually did marry in New Jersey, though. Okay. Yeah, they met but they But did they know each other in Italy? No. Okay. No. So they... They were set up. Oh. Set up, yeah. So my nonna and nonno lived in a house in New Jersey with my mom and me who uh, shared a room, twin beds, and then my un- my two uncles. So it was a truly an Italian full house. It really is. And yes, and my nonno worked at a restaurant at night and um, he had a beautiful garden in our backyard. I mean, it was Tuscany back there. And my nonna uh, somehow convinced the church to donate a life-size statue of a saint <laughs> to us <laughs> so we had that in the backyard looking over the garden and i mean i'm talking about grapes growing on vines it, it was like a cher- a fig tree or a peach tree or something back there I would, my nonna would be in the kitchen cooking and she would say something and i would run, just go into the backyard pull carrots right out of the ground i can literally i can literally remember dusting dirt off of a carrot and eat, eating it out of the ground like it was just the amazing food and fresh food that i would that I just grew up eating. I didn't know, what, for example, what an Oreo cookie was or a bologna sandwich until I started school, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I get that. But I knew what pastina was. I knew what, you know, ravioli. I knew all of all of what that was. And right. they would make it fresh. And I mean, ugh, makes me mad to think about it because <laughs> I want it, you know? I want it all the time. And it's a process because my brother makes uh, noodles, uh, my grandma's noodle recipe every Christmas. And it's like, it's not easy. It's no, not. Did your it, grandmother convince the church to get that recipe for them? <laughs> no, she just had it normal. But um, we did I, find out that she, uh, her famous chocolate cake, we found out was just Betty Crocker. So oh, she was Nestle Toulouse. Exactly, exactly <laughs> yeah. like Nestle Toulouse. Yeah, yes. yes. Um, that's funny. You call them noodles. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Because I call it pasta, but I yes. know some people. Mm-hmm. So there's some region of Italian American that call it macaroni and gravy. No, which is yeah. listen. It's it's uh, just as what's the word? Define viable. Yeah, viable. But I call it pasta with sauce yeah yeah some people i do know that some people call it say gravy yeah and my that, cousins do. yeah on my father's side sunday yeah. we have macaroni and gravy but my nonna she always called it sauce sugo um which is an italian yeah. way to say it and uh yeah with pasta because my grandma uh came from Italy and I'm trying to think I feel like we probably as like the American generation just like bastardized any yeah. sort of like she probably said I'm 
she probably said pasta and then the grandkids were like noodles maybe yeah we ruined it sorry grandma <laughs> it's cute yeah noodles is cute yeah my, my godson's elf on the shelf is called noodles <laughs> yeah it's better than mine not mine but my nephew's is called eddie oh not my elf on the shelf is called uh, i don't have any little ones near me well then get your own elf on the shelf <laughs> Just a creepy doll to stare back at me during the holidays. Yeah. And I'm just like, hello there, Fusili. Yeah. And it's just unblinking eyes. Oh, Fusili's a cute name. Yeah, that is, you know what? Fusili would make a great pet name. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I think that that works. I think we named you. your future cat. <gasps> Aww. 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 The one that will get sneezy just like yours. Let's hope they don't. Yeah, I know. Otherwise, <sighs> then I got to feed it maple don't syrup or whatever. Something along those lines. <laughs> Maple syrup consistency. Your cat is elf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Oh. For me, it's calling it gravy that's crazy. Yeah. That I don't have an answer that, for. Yet. I mean, yeah. and if you look up the definition of gravy, uh, I don't remember what it is, but I do remember doing this once. Um, and I was like, well, I guess technically sauce is a gravy. Yeah, I didn't meat. If it has meat in it, yes. if it's um, like a marinara, yeah. then it's not gravy. Yeah. But you don't call it gravy. I, never. I okay. only call gravy the brown. Yes, me too. And yeah. I didn't even know that it that other people called it gravy yeah. until I think it was a Tina and Dina show at UCB. Oh. So you imparted that information on me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Because so. <laughs> Dina, my my uh, comedic counterpart, she, her family, she calls it gravy mm -hmm. and I call it sauce. I Big honestly, coming here today, <laughs> my biggest question was, why do you call it gravy? I and don't. now I find out that it was just your character calling it gravy. No, that wasn't me. That turn, turn off Tina the microphones. I'm done. <laughs> Tina calls it sauce. Dina calls it gravy. Okay, let's not get it got twisted it, like it. a fusilli. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my mind's blown. You're you're like a uh, Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Of pasta tricked me for all this time no. into thinking like no, you call it gravy. No, wow. I'll eat it if you call it gravy. I ain't yeah. even mad at you, right? But I will. I just say sauce. So I say sauce. It sounds better with the accent. Sauce. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah, gravy sauce. And my nonna, the thing is, my nonna called it sauce. Well, stew, like I said. So I everything I learned. Also, here's another thing. I say calamari, mozzarella, regatta. Whereas uh, other people like Dana and, and my counterpart, my comedic Aunt Dina, and other, my cousins will say uh, mozzarella, regat. So. Gabagool? Yeah, gabagool, which I call it capicola. I didn't even know what the hell gabagool was. I had to reset. I'm like, what is gabagool? What is that? Mm -hmm. But what? it's capicola. I, but I, I understand. It's like a, a regional Jersey thing. It's, is it? Yeah, no? I think it is. It's, it's regional. It is. It's some sort of an accent. But I've just always said it. Not in the Giada way of like, a regatta. I try not to, <laughs> I try not to be obnoxious about it, but I call it regatta. I don't call it regat. Yeah. Um, calamad. That to me, I call it calamari. Or ricotta. Just like completely butchering yeah. it. <laughs> ricotta. I worked at Get, I'm just trying to think of the worst possible way to wouldn't. pronounce it. Yeah. Ma, 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 mozzarella. I worked at a pretzel place uh, <laughs> called Twist and Shout Pretzels and we had different kinds of cheeses that you could put on the pretzel and the amount of mis people would call it Parmesan instead of Parmesan. What? We had Asiago. I heard that pronounced all sorts of different ways. Um, and we had marinara sauce, not gravy. Say, yeah. Yeah. Marinara. And I don't call it marinara. <laughs> I, but I would say marinara. But if I was speaking to my 
and sir, you know, and I was, I would say, uh, I mean, you know, yeah. but that's because I'd be saying it in Italian. I also wonder how much of it is a Jersey dialect or a Sicilian dialect if it's oh, from Sicily. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there is a very specific Sicilian dialect that I, I have. In fact, when I go, I've been to Sicily twice now, and it blows their minds that I'm not from there because not only do I have a specific accent, but I learned it in the 80s. <laughs> so I'm speaking to them like um just like as if a like Encino man. <laughs> I mean they yeah. they call people over. Vincenzo Venica, Venica, Masini gets the bitch. And I'm like, uh Gwen you had a bitch you know so um it's so fun because it, it makes me really feel like home in a place where i've never yeah. been yeah absolutely yeah. um let's talk a little bit about like how okay so we we've kind of defined the difference between sauce and gravy but like how would you define like what is italian pasta because like again pasta like every country kind of has their own unique version of pasta right like right you yeah. got orzo you've got uh pierogi you've got mm, um, all, all the noodles no yeah exactly like everybody has a version ramen exactly Fuh. exactly so like <laughs> what what for you makes italian pasta italian pasta well that it's the best tasting sorry <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding. all our pho fans are gonna go crazy I'm just kidding. I'm Angry just kidding. Angry letters flying. I know. I know. Don't oh, at don't. me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Every every cuisine is good, but everyone knows Italian is the best. Um, it's a pretty wide known fact, right? Oh, yeah. Italian food yeah. is the best food. Uh, Go to any third grade class, pull them, yeah. and say, "What's your favorite food?" <laughs> and right. number one and number two are going to be pizza and spaghetti. That's right. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe hamburger. Maybe. Maybe. But, but I do. I love pierogies. Yeah. I love pierogies. I love Chinese. But I'm just kidding. Don't don't attack me. But really, truly, what makes it Italian? Um, I mean, you know, it just is. It, uh, garlic probably is one Ooh, of the main okay. ways that you can tell, right? Yeah. There's always usually some sort of garlic in there. Maybe some sort of ground up meat mm -hmm. if you're not vegetarian. Mm -hmm. Some sort of sausage, pork, you know, whatever beef, veal, whatever. Um, things like sun-dried tomatoes, things like, uh, Parmesan cheese, right? It depends on the cheese, um, and all this, this stuff. And then you have, like you were saying, there are so many different types of pasta, right? There's fettuccine, uh, spaghetti, a capellini, which is angel hair, farfalla, um, Bigoli. That's butterfly. Yes, that's right. Strozza preti. Yes, gnocchi, um, pappardelle, which is like one of my faves. Um, Chitara? Chitara. Chitara. Yes, uh, means guitar. Super long and thin. Yeah, it looks like spaghetti, right? Yeah, it's it's a it's a spaghetti that's somewhere between an angel hair and a spaghetti. And then, if you ask me, each sort of type of pasta has its the best sauce that pairs with it. For example, for angel hair, I love aleoyo, which is just garlic and olive oil. Honestly, that that's probably my desert island food. If I had to pick one, I hate that game. But, <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> but I mean, I just love aleoyo. It's so simple, but it's always delicious. But I feel mm -hmm. like on an angel hair, it's also good on spaghetti. It's also good if you're a, a kid on any. You know what my, my nonna used to do when I was little is make 
spaghetti for the adults and then use a cup, a glass upside down to cut my pasta, my spaghetti into little little or and then I can eat it with a spoon. Aww. So she didn't have to make a hold separate for me. Cute, huh? That's so Smart. nice. Yeah. So when when you're a little kid, you eat a lot of olive oil and you eat a lot of butter and cheese, which are just I mean, I guess butter and cheese is like the Italian macaroni and cheese pretty much. Yeah. It's Parmesan cheese and butter. It's not Velveeta yellow. No. That's it's another delicious. No. It's delicious. Yeah. It's, and it's another comfort food. A lot of Italian foods are born from poverty, especially Sicilian. Yes. Uh, and a lot of like American Italian food is born out of the fact that Italian immigrants came to America and they needed to have stuff that was fairly cheap and plentiful. So, right, right, right. Uh, when this like giant wave of immigrants came in the later like half of the 1800s, um, and a lot of them came from Naples and Sicily and like south of Rome. Uh, pasta became super common here because when you got like over 5 million people coming here and they're all coming from like areas that are kind of poor, it becomes the thing that you're trying to emulate from back home. Mm -hmm. The thing is a lot of the stuff that in Italy, like this is one of those cases of like the way it's made there and the way it's made here is totally different because we didn't have a lot of the same ingredients. So we had, uh, apparently nutritionists were horrified because... Like, hard cheese, vegetables, and fruit, and garlic were considered bad. Food science was, like, very, very new. And they said fruits and vegetables, particularly green vegetables, were of little nutritional value. See, this is why you need to just eat anything you want. Because yeah. it yeah. will change inevitably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Next week. Yeah. Yeah. What? Maybe <laughs> well, sooner. The entire uh, decade of the 90s was just eggs are bad. No, wait. Eggs are good. Oh, Actually, yeah. ate, eat several eggs. You know what? No more eggs, just milk. Okay, you know what? Put eggs in the milk. I was yeah. just so confused. Nope. Eat the yolk. No, don't eat the yolk. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. The no. yolk is good cholesterol. No, it's bad cholesterol. No, it's good cholesterol. Now no. put four yeah. eggs in a glass, stir them together, and then just drink that. <laughs> yeah. You know oh. what? Fuck the yolks. Just eat the shell. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm just <laughs> so confused. What, what is the deal with eggs? At this point, I don't know. I don't care. I'm just going to eat them. I'm going to eat them in moderation. Yeah. Because everything will change. Because in the 1890s, they were like, guess what? Lettuce? Fuck it. Bad for you. And they were like, and it costs too much. And I'm like, what? who the fuck is coming up with this? Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, anyway, they like they they basically were like, you can't do this. And uh, all the Italians were like, fuck you. We are, we are, we are not going to do that. But as a result, like that's why a lot of Italian-American dishes, you get like spaghetti meatballs, where it's like way heavier in the meat, because meat was a lot cheaper and more plentiful and easier to find than, say, like uh, dishes that involve a ton of fresh fruits and vegetables. Well, that's why immediately my nonno started his own garden, yeah. right? Because he just it was just so much easier to go into the backyard and get all that stuff for yourself. Also, uh, Italian families are pretty big, so you, you want to make something that you can stretch, yeah. right? Because yeah. a, a Sunday dinner in, you know, in an Italian family is like get all the cousins together, everybody sits at the table, and you know we're all eating the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. the process of making um, – pasta is you're mass producing it as is it's not like you're making 11 individual steaks it's like i'm making a large quantity of pasta right yeah. right right and what's right. going to be cheaper for you certainly in america to do like tomato paste and oregano or to be like let me go down to the market and see they got pine nuts yeah yeah <laughs> although pine nuts it's how you make uh pesto yes yeah. but that was like harder to come by so hence why we've got so many more like red base and white base sauces here right compared to i think when i think italian food i think uh, pesto is one of the big things that comes to mind as a potential sauce to go with all those. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah, with the basil. My nonna used to make pesto and 
freeze it in baby jars and then give it to all of the neighbors and things like that. She is such a nice woman. She's so thoughtful. I want <laughs> Um did she did she bake? Did she make cookies and stuff too? Yeah, she made cookies. Yeah. Um did she cuz my my grandma would um like Sunday was baking day for like the whole week everything would get baked and then frozen. Oh. So like my grandma's recipe of chocolate chip cookies tastes wrong to me if it's not like you have my whole family you have to make the cookies and then put them in the freezer right. and then you eat them frozen. That's the way they're eaten. Okay, well my nonna's chocolate chip recipe is non-existent because that's not the kind of thing <laughs> that she would make. She would make like the most unconventional weirdo cookies that I grew up loving. And that's why when I went to school, I was like, what the hell is chocolate chip? And they were like, what the hell is pignoli? (laughs) You know? So um, I also, these like cookies with honey, these cookies I made, I make them every Christmas now with my brother. My Nana's birthday was also December 23rd. So that's kind of like a little tradition we do now. Um, And there's fig inside. They're like sort of like fig newtons, but I hate saying that because they're not at all. But they are exactly, but they're not at all. (laughs) It's just like um, fig and sort of uh, walnuts we did this year, but you could do almonds. That's the other thing with Italian food. Um, Recipe, you know, my nonna, if you ever asked her for a recipe, good luck. It was not, nothing was measured, nothing mattered. You know, it could, whatever you really had, you can make it work. Mm-hmm. That's know? how I feel. I just got a slow cooker, and that's how I feel when oh, I use that. Nice. Of just like, oh, it all nothing, nothing matters. It all works. <laughs> just throw everything in the pot yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of. I like that. Go. I'm vibing on that. <laughs> and, and but by the way, to these nutritionists, I say to them, why then every time that I go to Italy and eat pasta there, like a gavone, do I lose weight? Yeah. Part of that is because I think I have an answer for you. Please. Okay. So one of the ways in which pasta is kind of classified nowadays is the fact that pasta, as as opposed to like pho or ramen or something, where even though uh, we we didn't, I don't think Italians stole noodles, but I think stuff was passed on. Right. Right. Uh, sure. There's like a big common belief that Marco Polo is the one that brought it, although apparently that's not totally accurate because pasta and noodles were like really well documented in Italy before that guy left. I'm so sure, like, yeah. I think that uh, other folks probably came by and said, hey, we found this thing over in China. Isn't this great? Yeah. And then he went and was like, hey, everybody. He's that guy's like trying to take credit for something from like, you know how you see on Twitter people are like, you know what I think would be great? Like a big public space where you could just like rent a book. Like, you invented a library like that's what it feels like Marco Polo yeah. did. like he showed Marco up Marco Polo was... was like the fat Jerry of, uh, <laughs> of history books <laughs> yeah he just came in and was like guys have you tried this yeah. this is amazing it's like a long string noodle everybody's like I'm just, we have that I'm curating I'm just curating <laughs> recipes I'm just a curator this okay. takes talent <laughs> Um, because it is like a descendant of Asian noodles, but it's just like, he didn't, he didn't fucking do it anyway. So like, um, anyway, so pasta in other places is made from different ingredients, but pasta from Italy is made from unleavened dough with ground durum wheat. And then you add water or eggs. Right. So that durum wheat in Italy is, has really specific specifications. Wow, way to go, Nadia. Specific specifications. Oh, Jesus. Anyway. This is a spaghetti podcast. Stop getting smart. (laughs) You can't... There's... 
laws about how you can manufacture pasta, mm-hmm. how you can make pasta, how you can sell pasta, which we do not have. No, we have no food laws at yeah. all. No. <laughs> we are crazy. No. So the fact that durum wheat dough is so important to it, I think, is why you're probably you're probably just eating something that's like not filled with pesticides and chemicals and shit that's like sticking to your gut. Mm-hmm. Right. I think is a big part of it. And another big part of it is the fact that like um dried pastas here that are like mm-hmm. like you go down the, the grocery gorilla. Store. Yes, which is like the biggest um pasta manufacturer in Italy, right? Yes, they are they are Italian. Oh. And they're like the world's biggest pasta manufacturer. But here they can like change up the rules compared Cadbury to Cadbury does that with chocolate. Yes. Like if you went to Italy and bought a box of Barilla pasta, I think it would be different than American pasta because in America you can add um Semolina. 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 Semonilla? Yeah, I was like, I'm going to say this way. Yeah, you're, yeah. Because <laughs> we don't have any laws. So it'll say Semolina plus Farina. And Farina is a blend of common wheat flours. So yeah. basically, the pasta you're getting in America is full of a bunch of other shit. Right. Other flours to make it last longer in your cabinet and stuff. You don't have that problem when you go to Italy because you're eating the good shit. Yeah, exactly. And also their portions are not insane. And That's just, very true. Yeah. And the other thing is about Italian eating is just slower. I mean, you're really I, I love going to Italy and seeing servers just like sitting down at a table together, just chatting. Yes. Every once in a while yeah. they look over. If you need something, you wave to them. You have to get their attention to get your check. They're not yeah. on t- my sister and I, when we were in Rome last year, we're like con- like the first couple of days we're like, God, they is anybody gonna come give us our no. check? Like they're no, they're waiting for us to be like, we're done with this space. And until then it is ours to eat at our own pace. Yeah, they just eat they just do eating right. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. uh, in every way. Even and you get a salad, you know, and it's just like a little olive oil and lemon. It's not like a bunch of whatever the hell ranch is, you know? <laughs> now I'm like, what is ranch? And I was like, buttermilk. It's buttermilk is the main thing you use to make is ranch. Is there dill in it? Yeah, uh, you know what? I don't know. I think black pepper. There's a bunch of shit that has to go into the making of ranch, though. It's not like mm, an you easy You just reminded me of cacio e pepe, which is one of my favorite things to get in Italy. Ooh, it's yes. just like butter and pepper, basically, Ooh. I think. Yeah. Um, There's a recipe I've been meaning to try for years that's like, you can use somebody figured out how to take um, ramen, like instant noodle ramen, and make cacio pepe with it. And I it don't comes know. Like, yeah, and I know, and, I, and I'm so curious. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure this- you could just like, I mean, just like I used to pretend oatmeal was pie when I was high in, <laughs> in college. But I don't know. Would you put like a drop of jelly on it? And you're no, like, oh, I would just make blueberry oatmeal and say, oh, this is pie. <laughs> Because I was yeah, <laughs> I, hey, using hey, sink yeah. water from the bathroom to yeah. heat it up. Yeah. Hey, brain, this is pie. Yeah. Uh, brain. Yeah. Yeah, that is pie. Speaking of oatmeal, I feel, what is it? For, farina? Yeah. Farina. I, th- yeah. That is a type of wheat that I think is also like a uh, um, like a cream of wheat kind of a breakfast. Mm-hmm. I ate that yes. for breakfast yeah. all the time yeah. growing, uh, growing up. Yeah. So think about that. Like the thing that's in cream of wheat is also in your spaghetti. That's weird. And a Quote, one uh, Italian pasta importer said, that's like saying, hey, everybody, we put in diamonds with rocks. Like, enjoy <laughs> enjoy your diamond ring that's surrounded by plain ass rocks. Yeah. yeah. So it's like gross. It's just once I read that, I was like, that explains why when I cook like out of the box spaghetti and stuff. You know when recipes will say, take some pasta water and set it aside. Yes, it, you mm-hmm. should. Yes, it, I do that. It looks cloudy. Uh-huh. And I realized, 
oh, it's because the pasta is shit. Do you know why? What do you do with that pasta water? I use it when I make sauce mm-hmm. and I throw it in to help um, thicken the sauce. Yeah. Yes. Well, here's what I do when I make ale olio is I save some of that and then I pour some on top of whatever I'm going to be saving in the refrigerator and it keeps it from getting dry. That's, ooh, ooh. that's very smart. Yeah, that is tip. very that's smart. Tip. That's a hot tip. Yeah. I'm stealing that tip. Yeah. Please. Um, yeah, because like... The thing about pasta water is that people mostly just throw it out. And I right. think American recipes tend to tell it wrong from what I was reading where I went, wait a minute. Like it was a, it was a real like culinary lesson for me as I was doing this research because uh, we tend to use colanders to drain the pasta. Mm-hmm. And apparently you're just supposed to like spoon out the pasta and put it into the other pot with the sauce. And I'm like, what? yeah, that's why pasta forks have holes. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am a dumb ass. <laughs> I mean, that's but what like, my nonna did. I never, now that I'm picturing her, maybe, she did have a, a strainer. She would call it a school of pasta, which means like school of pasta, like straining the pasta. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, yeah, she would just, especially when you're using homemade pasta because yeah. it's kind of together. Yeah. Drop yeah. it in, yeah. Yeah, and now I'm just like, well, why the fuck do we have colanders? What's that about? Well, there's other well, things. If like- you're making a lot, yeah, but if you're making big, huge quantities, I guess it's fast. Yeah. Kind of people yeah. are lazy, you know. Yeah, I guess that's what it comes to. And you down. can use colanders like if you're like boiling vegetables mm-hmm. or, you know, potatoes. potatoes or something. Okay. They just don't need to be used for. for I use mine pasta. mostly when I'm, uh, sorry, nutritionist, but when I'm washing <laughs> fruit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why are the nutritionists going to be mad that you're washing because fruit? They said, They're all dead. They said fruit uh, is not healthy. <laughs> They're long gone. That was 120 years ago. Whatever. I'll come back. Yeah. If they were so smart, they they, they ate something, right? They're just hiding. They're buying their time. <laughs> yeah. Why'd they die? I thought they ate healthy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, so different kinds of noodles. You mentioned some of them earlier. I want to see how many you can name off. Oh, jeez. You don't have to get them all right. Trust me. There's, okay. there's a ton. There's so many different types of pasta. Shortcut pasta, stretch pasta, soup pasta, long pasta, medium-length yeah. pasta, pasta with filling, gnocchi. It's, there's too much. So, so how, you just said a lot of them. There's ravioli, rigatoni, penne, mezzaluna, fusilli, fusilli um, uh, did I say gnocchi? Yeah. Um, this is spaghetti, linguine, fettuccine, um, uh, Capolini, uh, um, pastina, uh, shells. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or a chetti. Or a chetti. Or a uh-huh, I fucked that up. Uh-huh. Sorry. That's okay. Um, there's, uh, you know what I think about when I'm naming pastas? Did you guys ever watch? This is for all the, the young people out there. The uh, Ron Popeil pasta maker infomercial that used to be on in the late 80s, early 90s. Probably. No. Uh, Tell me more. It was so good. It was just an infomercial. Remember when, you know, you had like 14 channels yes. and you would watch infomercials at mm-hmm. night? This was one that if I woke up in the middle of the night, I'd be like, yes, and turn on the TV to hopefully catch it. Um <laughs> And he just mentioned a bunch of pastas in it, and I can just hear him say saying them every time I meant. You know when you have like record yes. a song on a tape, and now every time you hear that mm-hmm. song, you picture the song coming after it. Yes, or yeah. even just those late night infomercials. Like I'll hear a part of a song, um, and then uh, think about like what came next in yes. the infomercial. Like I'll hear, I think I'll hear, um, oh, um, 
Meatloaf, the what, what's the Paradise by the Dashboard Light? Um, no, uh, the like. Oh, I would do anything for love. Yes, I'll hear that. that. Maybe and I then, should have done a Meatloaf. Right? <laughs> yeah. That was my first CD I ever bought. Really? Well, Paradise, um, but, yeah. So I'll hear um, part of I'll Do Anything for Love. And then immediately in my mind, I know where that changes to wake up, Maggie. I think <laughs> I got something to say. Cause the, yeah, because there was yeah, a, gotcha. a compilation, a commercial that had both of those. Too. Yeah, yeah there's those. that one. I think it was a, those Lifetime CD packs. And so mm-hmm. whenever I hear right here, right now, <laughs> and immediately the the guy's VO comes in with like. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that was the what? 90s, pure 90s or totally 90s you, or something. Yes, yes. And then he comes in with just like all your favorites of the night. Like it doesn't matter where I am, the grocery store, the restaurant, whatever. Right here, right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. It's just that. Guy's- so yeah, that's why whenever I'm naming pasta, I always feel like I have to go. You have the gnocchi because <laughs> <laughs> I can hear Ron. Po- I need hear to Ron find Popeil. What was oh, this product? It made it was pasta, a pasta maker? maker. Yes. Get, how do, yeah. How do you spell name? Ron uh, Popeil, P O P. All right, you'll know him when you see his. Oh face. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know this guy. It, yeah, I, if you have time. Yes. No, uh, I'm gonna. We're gonna put this up on all the all the socials. Yeah, because it's so good. They made chocolate pasta, which as a kid I was like, I want to try it. And I was a doll. I'm like, what a waste. Yeah, what a waste of, of all those ingredients. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What are you doing? Yeah. What a waste oh. of chocolate. And at the same time, what a waste of pasta. Exactly. (laughs) What do you think? um, Thrillist interviewed a bunch of Italian chefs Uh about what they thought were overrated and underrated pastas. So I wanted to ask you before naming off some of the ones that they did. And then I was going to challenge you on those. So so your first go to what's overrated as a pasta? What's underrated as a pasta? Underrated for me is pappardelle. Pappardelle is delicious. It's, It's like it's. Um, wide but thin so I feel like it's good with a light sauce or a heavy sauce and it's usually fresh usually restaurants that serve pappardelle it's the easy it's like an easier one to make because it's of its thickness I get or wideness it's not thick um, and then I guess overrated I mean I don't know because I there's not really one that I don't like I like spaghetti I think it's it, it, it's not overrated, no. Um, I like ravioli. I don't know. What is it? What's overrated? Give me an example. So one fella says that um, fusilli is overrated because he says there's like no artistry behind it. It's it's- a, I don't love fusilli, but it's good. If you're going to do fusilli, I would do with just like butter and cheese, but more for a kid. Fusilli you could do with an olive oil, like a sun-dried tomato-y. I, fusilli's fine. I don't, I don't, for me, fusilli is more like a children's. Yeah. 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 Versus underrated would be spaghetti chitara. Okay. Um, yeah. Because not as many people know it, and you need a wooden machine it's, to make it's, it. If it, it's kitara because kitara, le, uh, I keep fucking up. No, it's okay. In CH's. Italian, the ch is a Steve is giving me this look. Just remember Chianti. Oh, there, there exactly. It is. Okay. There it is. There yeah. It is. Yeah. Or get Duolingo. Jesus Christ, it's 2020. <laughs> Can't believe you didn't learn Italian before I this know. podcast. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> um, wow. Another one. This is a guy who, a New York chef, Salvatore Marcello. Overrated. Orzo. Underrated. Pa. Pacheri. Pacheri. What? This huh? is a Neapolitan pasta shape. How do you say this? Oh, Pacheri. Pa- yeah, that would be Pacheri, but I don't know that one. Um. Well, then it's very. It's then it's highly underrated because 
What? I, I don't know what either. I it looks like. good. Oh, you know what's underrated? Uh, cavatelli. <gasps> I love cavatelli. Yeah. Mm, they're so good. Oh, cavatelli with broccoli and just olive oil and. Oh my god! I I wish. I, can you bury me in olive oil, <laughs> garlic, and cheese? That's what the nutritionists are buried in <laughs> to preserve their bodies for when they come back. <laughs> What's your take on uh, squid ink or black ink? Anything like as far as a pasta? Do you think it ruins it? You're like, yes, I'm on board. I don't really taste a big diff, mm. so um, I'm okay with it. I used to be like no way, and now I'm like okay. Yeah. But I'm not like, yo, yeah. Does yeah. that answer your question? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. This one did it. This I mean, that's an evolution. That's all here, of our evolution as humans. Yeah. Here's something I'll say I think is overrated um, is restaurant lasagna and underrated is homemade lasagna. I, oh, oh, amen to that. Yeah. Right? I feel like I, I won't, I will very rarely, I, maybe two times in my life have I ever ordered lasagna and I'm, I was to, must have been in a mood if I did because it just it's not ugh, ugh. bechamel or ricotta. No, I don't. I don't bechamel. Not is not. I like bechamel, but that's a sauce. That's not really a lasagna to me. Lasagna is very classic to me. Ricotta, a lot of ricotta. Oh, here's another hot tip, guys. Trader Joe's ricotta, best ricotta I've had in a long time. I learned that from Tina and, and Dina, Tina also. Dina. Yeah, it's it's you guys. Please go try it. Everyone I've all my relatives that I've introduced it to. Non-believers are all on board, okay? So just go. Don't even question it. Just go. Um, Trader just should be paying me for this by now. But um, so lasagna to me is sauce, and I personally like a meat sauce. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Uh, I, I do agree that we need to stop start eating less meat. I'm mm-hmm. starting to really. You throw some eggplant in or something. Yes, yes, yes. But um, but just classic lasagna in my head is, is that with uh, ricotta, mozzarella, uh, Parmesan, and then I like to my secret ingredient usually a little egg, oh. a hard boiled egg even oh. in, in, during the making. Mm. So yeah. in the sauce or in the no, like it, it sprinkled in in the layers. Hello, oh. that's a very uh, inside. Yeah, it's very inside. If you heard it here, you can use it, but you can't tell anyone. <laughs> Yes, you have to listen to the pod, and then you can use yes, it. But yes, if yep. you tell a friend, they will die. Sicilian curse. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you don't want to f fuck with a Sicilian. Do you not watch Golden Girls? Hello. <laughs> um, a lot of people in this list are saying that penne is overrated. Oh yeah, penne is overrated because if you give me penne versus rigatoni, I'm picking rigatoni every time. Okay, every time. Okay, why? Because I'm a penne because- stan. But I love a rigatoni. I love like a big tube pasta. Penny is just if you for me, if you're in the mood for a thick a tube noodle, why mm-hmm. not just go for it and get a rigatoni? You make a or a, even a, or a ziti. But I yeah. like rigatoni the best. Penne for me, um, is that's what makes me think is like a kid's pasta yes. because like spaghetti noodles or any sort of like longer noodles can be messy for the kid. We don't all we don't all have our grandparents to put the glass to cut it up. Smart. And uh, penne noodles are easy to put on a fork. Exactly. You can stab it or you can slide the fork prongs through it but yeah. to me that makes me think of like getting like a box of like a box of penne barilla being used right. when like my mom was just making something quick quick uh, as a exactly kid. Yes. i never i never buy penne never yeah and the only reason i'd even order it off of a menu is if that was whatever their sauce was was what i wanted that day right and, and they won't switch and out they, for yeah, yeah i mean i'm not like 
I won't. It's not like I'm like I don't eat it. I just <laughs> I don't I don't go for it. It's just and and rigatoni. Oh my god! If you ever make like a good meat sauce and then you put ricotta on the table, and then you and you have rigatoni with it, and the ricotta goes like in the rigatoni, and then it kind of like squishes in your mouth, and it's a dream. Yeah, like a little. Um Almost like a ravioli created itself. Like yeah, little, like it's like a right, like little little lasagna yeah. that you so make. I'm so hungry. I know. <laughs> I should have eaten. I should have known myself and my body, and I should have gone today for lunch and had Italian pasta somewhere. I, no, that's not true. To be fair, I, as an Italian woman, should have presented us all with Italian <laughs> pasta. That's what I was going to say. It's Santina's fault. It is. <laughs> no, it is. I, I, I dropped the ball and um, should be. Not only feeding you, but force feeding you. Yeah, so well, you, it, it, Egyptians are the right same now. way. Where it's like, if there's not like, anytime you walk to my dad's house, the first thing is like, what do you want to drink? And if you say I'm not thirsty, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah it's the I, entire Mediterranean yeah. area is mm-hmm. like, if you go, oh, I'm not hungry. It's like, are you ill? And then you go, no. And then they say, okay. And then they put down a plate. Like right after my mom thought yeah. I was at my dad's, and I had a like they made a salad or a soup or something. And then I had a full plate of food and I was full. And my stepmother looks at my dad. And she looks at me and she's like, do you want to go somewhere to eat? And I was like, what? No, I just ate. I'm fine. And she looks at my dad. She's like, well, she didn't like it. And I'm like, this is because I didn't have the third plate. It's because I didn't have the mm-hmm. th- And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm in the throes of grief here. And yeah. they're just like, well, clearly you didn't like the food because you only had a plate. Expertly done. Yeah. <laughs> Expertly done. Yeah. I think Americans are actually kind of really bad at hospitality. Like in <laughs> general. Like yeah. just generally speaking, I think Americans could do a lot better about like letting people when you let somebody in your home, immediately offering them food and beverage. Mm-hmm. You don't need to force feed them. <laughs> But I did. Like, I just, for the record, wanted to. We are. I did. Oh, I, did, yeah. did. <laughs> I did offer tea, and yes. I do have cookies on the table. We are not dragging which, Santina. Yeah. No, <laughs> which are for. I did. I did put cookies out. So I did. Yes, I just didn't have. I just didn't have pasta, which I'm realizing now I should have had. But I do no, have no. cookies. Yeah. Just so everyone knows, and I did order offer water or tea or. Yes. Yeah. No, Santina was Woo! a lovely host. Yes. Uh, <laughs> everybody else that I know can. And or is garbage. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. When we record at my place, I never offer Nadia water. Yeah. I always am like, can I get a water, Steve? Well, it's like, bring it. <laughs> it's water. Which is a very American way of being. Like, oh, you don't have water? Well, you should have found that before you left the house. Yeah. Like, it's a, like there's this attitude, right? I think that Americans uh, no, have. I would never. Very just like, well, that's your fault. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow, whatever. I'm just thinking you should be staying hydrated all day. You can't just count on finding water everywhere you go. You should be bringing water with you. I have boxes of cookies and things in my pantry for when guests come. Like an Italian yeah. would yeah. have like an Intamins or something. Like uh, that's a new that's an American Italian in Staten Island, probably. Yes. But they <laughs> they have it. They have it uh, you know, emergency guest food at all times, which I have, which I have. Yeah. Just please. So speaking of preparing foods, um, so we're in Southern California. Yeah. I'm a I'm a Los Angeles guy. I like to sometimes try to make foods myself. What would you recommend if I was like, I I need to I need to have an authentic uh the like what can I do for myself to to enjoy the best pasta, best sauce, best noodle? Well, I'm going to say it again because it's so easy. But if you go home and make yourself an ali olio, you will never be disappointed. Mm-hmm. And what kind of noodle? Like, how? what would you suggest for the noodle? S- uh, spaghetti or angel hair. Okay. Or f- 
Yeah, yeah, spaghetti or angel hair. And would you recommend like probably like the fresher ones that are like refrigerated, right? Over like oh, if the you dry. can, yeah, yeah. Okay. totally. If you yeah. can, but if you can't, angel hair is pretty yeah easy, you know, safe. So you're not a snob about like the brands or anything. Um, I am a snob about jarred sauce. I would okay, never... yes, I was gonna say I feel like you're more of a snob about like the cheeses and the sauces than yes. than the. Okay. Yeah, I would never say, oh, well, what you do is you go home and open a jar of. So I would never. I can't even finish the sentence. Yeah, but um, that is so true. My um, my my aunt. I j- this story. I might be making it up, or it might be you might have just uncovered a memory. But I remember my <laughs> aunt going over to my grandma's house. Different um. It was not her mom. It was her brother's mother-in-law. So my dad's sister went to my mom's mom's house Uh who had made spaghetti. And my aunt made some sort of offhand comment about liking ragu better or something like that or like prego. And it might have even been a joke, but I just remember that being a controversy for years. Of course. That's horrible. Yeah. I that's mean, what an awful thing to say. I, I yeah. spit in her eye. Yeah, that's, but it was never forgotten. That's crazy. Yeah. I would rather you go home. This is what I'm saying. I'd rather you eat pasta basically plain yeah. with olive oil and cheese and mm-hmm. garlic than attempt to put some yeah. sort of bullshit. And a sauce is not hard to make, especially somebody no. to, to bring back my slow cooker. Uh, <laughs> okay. I just One time I just blended tomatoes and garlic and some Italian seasoning, and I was like, this can go over something. Of course. You know. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Also... Pretty much any sort of, like you can saute most vegetables, spinach, mm-hmm. um, asparagus, zucchini, and mix it in with some pasta and olive oil and garlic and again, yeah. Parmesan cheese. I personally like um, Pecorino Romano over Parmesan. Locatelli mm-hmm. is my Yes, brand. Locatelli's my brand. That's right. Yes. Um, and so I would put that over just anything. Any, yeah. And I'm a big uh, over sauteer, right? I think like my nonna, it, you, you would saute things until they were kind of mushy, right? A little mm-hmm. mushad, like a zucchini. You don't want, for me, it's, if it's crunchy. Yeah, I don't like that. Why it, would it be in a pasta is my question. Like that's yeah. a side dish to a meat. Like I don't know, but somebody who, who makes zucchini and butter and it's crunchy is just like, well, we'll yeah. probably never get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It needs to be no, it can't resemble a cucumber in any way. It needs to be mushed. No, if it's a cucumber, then it should be in a tomato salad. Yeah. yeah. Cucumbers have their own place in this world. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, pasta. yeah, but sometimes like you'll get a pasta or a dish and the zucchini still feels like crunchy, crunchy, yeah. like, like a cucumber. Yeah, like it hasn't terrible. been cooked enough. Yeah. That's not, and I know that there's more n- nutrients the less you cook it, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Then just have double the mushy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Throw or more stop th- poisoning yeah. the pasta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the other like cardinal sins for you of eating Italian pasta? Like when you see somebody do blank, you want to go over and slap them. Okay. Besides so- well, God jar- for- sauce in a jar. Ketchup. What? Ketchup Who does has, that? I don't know, but ketchup has no place on an Italian uh, stage, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's because that's how food is in Italian. It, it really is a, it's an experience. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I also like people who put, besides if you're making um, like ketchup, pepe, I don't love putting salt and pepper on pasta. 
Okay. It's weird to me. I feel like yeah. the locatelli, like the cheese is salt. Yeah, there should be something else that's The cheese that. is salt. However, how do you feel about salting your boiling water before you Oh, yeah, plaster? of course. Yeah, yeah like lots of salt. Use it in salt. the kitchen, but yes. not in the on the table. Yeah, okay. Like, uh, by the stove, not on the table. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally. But the, like, salads and stuff, you can put salt. But I just mean like, I don't understand when people, when I give people salt, like pasta and they ask for salt and pepper, I feel like the mom and elf where she's like, it's spaghetti. When he has to maple syrup, like why not? I I break a cardinal rule. I break one. Uh, (laughs) Nadia's eyes are the wide eye emoji right now. Yeah, Uh, the two eyes looking left. Like what's that? I um, I put a little bit of Parmesan cheese. I keep saying Parmesan, but for me, like I said, it's Pecorino Romano on um, like a a good linguine with clam sauce. Okay, I do, and I know if it's a. If it's a fish-based pasta in Italy and you order, you ask them for cheese, they will literally be like, no. Uh, so, but I like Yeah. It. I'm a little bit of a cheese hua. So, uh, I like it. So, but I know you're not supposed to do that. You know what? You need to know the rules so that you can break That's them. right! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are the other rules? Like, uh, so somebody is going, let's say I'm going to Italy next month and I'm like, okay, what do I do and not do as far as food goes? You're not supposed to put butter on your bread in Italy. Supposed oh, to be you oil. Did. Yeah, you okay. Did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, makes sense. Which is so much put- better anyway. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I just make that for myself at home sometimes. Yeah. I every now and then I'll be like, you know what? I feel European. I'm buying a baguette, and then I go home mm-hmm. and I put my yeah. put out a little dish with some olive oil and a tea. Do people there add the balsamic to the olive oil in a ring, or is it two separate things? Um, is I that think just, it's a, that's I think an American. It depends thing. on the restaurant okay. and, and the region of. You know, I guess like how many tourists there are. I don't. I don't really know exactly who's doing what over there with with vinegar and oil. Okay. But um, I know my nonna used to do this thing with bread. You said baguette. You reminded me. She used to take just like a hard Parmesan cheese, uh, not Parmesan, sorry, um, provolone cheese or something like whatever in the fridge and stick it inside of a piece of bread and then put that bread in the toaster oven for a little bit. Oh. So freaking good. Yep. Yeah. That's the that's the good stuff. I, I also maintain that the bread is better on the East Coast in general because like oh yeah of course the water yeah uh and and any Italian deli I've been to on the East Coast they just know how to do they it they do I know and I know that gluten seems to be an issue these days but I have to say when I have a stomach ache or something like that when I'm not feeling well. I eat pasta. Now, I don't have any sort of the gluten. If you if you can't eat gluten, you can't eat gluten. I'm not trying to convince you that you can. But I don't think everybody in the world should not be eating gluten. That's my yeah. controversial opinion. Sorry. I took an allergy test. And one of the things that came back, apparently, was I have, like, and mild enough that, like, clearly none of this has killed me. by now, Or, like, you know, I would know by now if it was, like, well, can't eat lobster because I had to go to the hospital or whatever. So, like, when they pricked my back and did the test... Uh, some things that came up were tomatoes. And I went, what? I eat marinara sauce all the time. And then the, the one that was like the biggest bummer were uh, baker's yeast and barley. And it made oh. me go like, oh, no, is this going to fuck with Italian food somehow? And then I thought, and like, I love pastries and stuff like that. And I just went, you know, I'll fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. as long as you're not eating it like... In a competition. Yeah, yeah now you the, know. The doctor was like, try cutting this stuff out for a month and see how you feel. And I thought about it and I was like, I don't know that I want to. 
Yeah. I just now I know if I feel weird, maybe that's what that was. But that's, yeah, right, right. But then right. I'll just know because fuck that. I love gluten based products. Bread is life. Pasta's life. Fuck you if you're gonna that's make exactly me. Exactly what happened with my vet when I was like, oh my cat. I think she has like attachment issues. Like she goes really crazy um, when I get home, and like she's really crazy when I get back. And like I don't. I I think she's just like sitting being sad all the time when I'm gone. And he was like, well. I guess what you could do uh, is before you leave, ignore your cat for 20 minutes. And when you get home, ignore your cat for 20 minutes. And that way they won't associate you coming and going with any sort of like stressful thing. And I was like, okay, so the answer that you're giving me is just do less of a thing I like. Stress my cat up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, so, okay. So if I want my cat to have less separation anxiety, I should ignore it more. Okay. Now I know, and I will not take that advice. The same with your allergy test. Great. Now I know what I could do, Sure. but I choose not to. Yeah. Am I harming my body? Possibly. Is it worth it? Yes. Yeah. And is there, will there ever come a day, God, please no, when (laughs) I can't eat dairy or, or bread? Maybe. But just, if it comes, it comes, don't make me just do it now just because maybe might come. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, if it hits a point where I'm truly, truly, like, I feel ill, I will reconsider the test results. Until then, give me a big ass bowl of spaghetti of rigatone of pappadelli a bolognese yeah i love a bolognese i know me too oh, it's so good and i'm with you where i'm like trying to eat less meat so i i only eat beef once a week now um and i'm trying to cut back even more but that will be one of my go- if i'm at an italian restaurant and i haven't had beef for a week that will almost always be one of my go-to mm-hmm. since a bolognese anything. yeah i love a good pesto and i love a good pesto cremoso where they add you know some cream to the pesto yes. that mm-hmm. tastes so good on a spinach pappardelle how do you feel about prosciutto thrown into I love prosciutto. okay i love it uh <laughs> what other sauces and like are top for you and uh, ones that you feel like are uh you you look at somebody eating that and you're like okay whatever um i don't love olive based sauces personally okay. or things with, I like a top knot on a bread but I don't love um like a I don't know I like carbonara but I have to be in the mood that's not an olive one it just popped in my head um but well, I'm with you on that because like carbonara is so heavy it's heavy same and thing with alfredo like fettuccine alfredo is a mood to me yeah yeah it is like you you just broke up with me on the day of my period yeah, you cannot. When they canceled a real house, like it's just, everything has to be happening at the same time. You yeah. can't have fettuccine alfredo and then fuck. No, I that's, don't for days. Yeah, it's like a week. Like you, you have to either have it when you're single or when you're like, we, it's fine. We don't need this at this moment. We're very secure in this relationship. Yeah. We're both going to eat fettuccine alfredo. It's so fucking heavy. It is heavy. It's like, that's like a, a, a girl in her 20s food, really. I mean, yes. early, early 20s. What yeah. about, um, I think it might just be like a bastardized Olive Garden kind of ripoff, but like pink sauce where they like to mix marinara with. Oh, uh, I like a good bl- okay. pink sauce, actually. Okay. Um, I wasn't sure if like we just started mixing them over here in the States or if that was a real thing. I don't know if that's, if we did, mm-hmm. but. But you're cool with it. But I'm cool with Great. it. Great, yeah. I also love a, a good vodka sauce. And that's good with penne, by the way. Yes, that's what I'm thinking because I 
have made a vodka sauce for myself. And so I'll make the penne and then make. But I'm still a vodka like, if you had rigatoni, I'd be like, mm, you know what? I think I'll just switch it out. Fuck it. You've convinced me. You, you've won the argument. I'm just going to switch out any penne recipe for rigatoni now. Have a backbone, Nadia. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Stand no. up for what you believe in. Okay, fine, Steve. I guess I will. No. <laughs> God. I don't mind. love uh, <laughs> spicy. I was like, like, there it is. Now we got it. <laughs> I personally don't love arrabbiata sauces because they're mm. just kind of spicier versions of regular sauce to me. Yeah. Of like a, when I say regular sauce, I'm thinking of like a tomato, like a marinara sauce. Uh, and I don't love spicy, mm-hmm. but that's total opinion. I'm not here to say yeah. it's not. I'm not a big spicy person either. Yeah. I agree. I, I agree like a spice, but I don't love an arrabbiata. Uh, Arabiata. 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 Which means just basically angry. <laughs> angry sauce. <laughs> I would like it if it was called angry sauce. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it is, just so not it's in red English. sauce, white sauce, pink sauce, angry sauce. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. other, if you, you know, frustrated sauce, yeah. lonely sauce. Uh, I love, you know, if you don't tell me that it's uh, anchovy paste, I usually love it, whatever mm, it is. Mm-hmm. Especially if you throw some breadcrumbs in there. And, yeah, like I love a Caesar salad. Yeah. And then if you throw real anchovies on it, I'm like, get this all. Yeah. I know, I know. It's Even though the sauce is made with anchovy fillets, I'm, I'm very much with you if anchovy paste is good fish sauce in anything i'm probably not gonna like taste it. it's just gonna add flavor you don't want to see the fish yeah i'm you not gonna see this piece i'm not of... a big fish person yeah with a few exceptions a few notable exceptions but... i love like a good fruit de tomato though where it's like um mussels clams mm-hmm. and i just started oh i just graduated into liking calamari that's not only fried so I'll eat squid. Wow. I know. I'll eat a naked squid now. But uh, only the circles, not the legs. Fruta de Mara? As opposed to the ones that were previously closed. <laughs> yes. Is uh, fruit, de ma- fruit, de Mara fruit of the like, sea? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, I do I, get I do a lingo before. Yeah, I get <laughs> you, you'd learned and you didn't pass Because like, my memo. cat's name is Fruit Snack and I call her Fruta. Aww. Yeah. Actually, usually I just call her mean names, but like in a cute voice. But yeah. Okay. Just She's going to call her this. late for maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, to be fair, it's a maple syrup flavored vitamin. Uh, what's it called? Supplement. <laughs> I don't know how that makes it fair. But okay. <laughs> what is for you the ideal if you're going to have meat mm-hmm. for a pork or a beef? Or a blend. something else. Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, That's... like if you're making like a, a meatball or something, mm-hmm. ideal is pro- is a blend. Yeah. yeah. It so, just you makes the best flavor. Yeah. So pure sausage, eh. Pure meat, eh. Together. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, I remember that being kind of mind-blowing and hard for me as a kid because like there are things that you don't want to eat as a child because it's just like... Like, I remember the first time I had venison, I just was like, this is deer, I won't eat it. And also the first time I found out that my grandma's meatballs and ravioli had pork in them, I was like, pork? I don't like pork. Pork is a pig. Nope, can't eat that anymore. Um, And then, yeah. I often wonder what kind of animals I've eaten as a child that I didn't know I was eating. Mm. Such as the time my nonna, no, no, um, cooked my, my mom's pet rabbits. And fed it, fed it to them. I take back everything I said. Your grandparents (laughs) are heartless, soulless creatures from the depths of hell. Wow, from Sicily. (laughs) 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 They're from the depths of Sicily. I get it, though. Yeah, I get the idea of like, yeah. 
my mom, they, my mom and my her brothers found rabbits. Can we keep them? Mm-hmm. Sure, they can stay in the garage while we Hansel and Gretel them to yeah. you know to plump them up so we can eat them. But because to my nonna and my nonna, pets were animals weren't really pets, and they were pets until they were ready to either provide you with food or be right. with food. And you yes. had a garden in the backyard, so right. like it was not it was in the realm of cooking in the household that you know we've supply our right. vegetables we've it, supplied yeah, our meat i mean it's really old school but they were they actually served it to them that's the mean part is that they uh, you know knew that they would be upset if they found out and fed yeah it to that's them. what makes it like it's a cute story until you find out that information was withheld because it was just like yeah we found rabbits and we fed them and we planned on eating them and we liked them and yeah. then we ate them that for some reason settles with me better than not like, just unknowingly being fed your I know pet. I know well it wasn't really I mean they had them for like a week it's right. like somebody took fruit snack yeah. and fed it you know it was it was Oh she tastes so good though it, I bet it'd be sweet <laughs> yeah because you've been With pumping her full of maple syrup vitamin supplements <laughs> she's but yeah so you know it was whatever you know that's such an old school it's just that's just what they did oh sure yeah i get that you it know? is that thing where you you hear it and you go oh but there's a very reasonable answer behind it yeah um, <laughs> it was also like, the, it was also like the seventies. Yeah, so people were doing all kinds of things. <laughs> I don't know. To leave our our furry friends alone, what kind of vegetable fillings, toppings, etc. are your faves? I know we talked about mushy zucchini, now, but like, like vegan, like are we not even? Di- Let's say we want to make a vegetarian pasta. So vegetarian, you would just use as much different uh, the cheese, 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 cheese. Yeah. Um, but if you want to go vegan, I mean, listen, I, here's here's a sauce I don't like, Primavera. That's not my thing. Like, anything that has... I'm with you. Just it's vegetables. Just, it's fine. It's I'm fine. I'm like, I would rather eat a salad first and then eat pasta. I don't know why yeah. you're trying to put my salad in my pasta. That's just my... I do like minestrone, though, which is a, basically a salad soup. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, I, I, but there's so many vegetarian options uh, in the Italian world. You can have an eggplant rollatini, which I love, or just any, an eggplant parmesan. Uh, you know, like if you don't want to eat a chicken parm sandwich, you can eat an eggplant parm sandwich, and it really does the trick. Um, I was a vegetarian for three years until my doctor said to stop it because it wasn't, it just wasn't yeah. ideal for my personal body, I mm-hmm. guess. But um, yeah. I mean, you've got sauces, noodles, noodles and cheeses to work with yeah. here. So, yeah, like, there's, there's a lot yeah, of combos. endless possibilities. I don't know if I've mentioned alaiolio yet, but it's just garlic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've been able to give this a plug. <laughs> I no, because well, what I think, uh, I think of a lot of filled pastas that have vegetarian options. You got like a butternut sure. squash ravioli, oh, right. a pumpkin ravioli, delicious um, hazel, like a little hazel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, uh, cannelloni. Spinach and ricotta is a classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's so many other things that you can, especially I think with filled or, mm-hmm. or a tortelloni, which yep. is the bigger version. The tortellini is just like a, a little a little folded yeah. fella, but a tortelloni is the one that's more closer to like no. Like how Pokemon size. evolve, like tortelloni yeah. evolved from tortellini. <laughs> uh, there's like a I, lot of pasta yeah, evolutionary shit like that because there's like spaghettini and then spaghetti yeah. and then what's the big one called it's like spaghetti Spag- it's got to be spaghettoni if it's spaghettini spaghetti spaghettoni it's got to be uh you're absolutely right no is it yes it is <laughs> it is it's spaghetti it's spaghettini spaghetti and 
Spagatoni. And I'm sure I'm butchering the pronunciation of <laughs> no, all of it. these. You got it. But that is apparently what it is called. I have three cousins named Spigatoni. No. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, earlier I mentioned gnocchi. I mean, not gnocchi, sorry. Cavatelli with broccoli, which yes. is always good. Oh, by the way, it's funny. Remember that song? Amadeus, Amadeus. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing up, I thought they were, the song was Cavatelli, Cavatelli. I thought that... That, that that's how much I thought Italian pasta was just part of our pop culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just thought that somebody would make a song about it, yeah, and it would be normal, and it um, would not even be a parody; it would just be a normal song. I know that feeling. I remember in third grade, we did like we were working in math class. We were working on like making polls and like graphs and stuff, and so we had to fill out surveys. Mm-hmm. And one of the um, so one of the questions you had to answer was, "What's your favorite food?" And I put chili because my mom made the best chili and i just assumed everybody's mom made the best chili and so when i was the only person that said chili because everyone else was saying like pizza and Mm -hmm. stuff like that i was just like wait a minute what what everybody doesn't have chili it's the same thing yeah yeah yeah, exactly exactly uh i my mother uh, grew up in the south and my dad's from cairo so like our foods in the house was a weird combo like my dad would cook not a lot, but he'd occasionally cook uh, Egyptian food. And he, my mom would try, and then he'd be like, you're doing it wrong, so then she gave up. So she mostly cooked, like, Creole, uh, Southern-type foods. Like, Cajun-y, Cajun-light, mm-hmm. I'll call it. Um, and so it's the same thing of me going to school and being like, I like gumbo. And everybody's like, yeah. what is wrong with you? <laughs> right, right, right. Cajun-light, you could call it Cajun-adjacent. Cajacent? Cajun, Cajun Dacent? Cajun Dacent, yeah. Cajun Dacent, yes. yeah. Because she, I mean, she lived in New Orleans for like 20 years. And so she she learned how to cook that stuff, but it's like, it wasn't like she was Cajun. Yeah. So yeah. it feels weird to be like, oh, yeah. she, you know. She was a poser. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking she copycat. Just, <laughs> she just knew which seasonings to buy yeah. at the grocery store. She knew, oh, a box of Zatarain's mix will oh trick gosh. everyone on the West Coast. <laughs> she was the Marco Polo of your family. She was. <laughs> oh, my God. It's curated. It's a curated <laughs> menu. Zatarain's. <laughs> How do you feel about Olive Garden? Uh-uh. It's okay. <laughs> It's not for me. Yeah. It's not for me. I had, yeah. I don't, I don't care about the breadsticks. I don't care about the salad. I don't care about any of it. My brother worked there for a while and I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Um, I just, I, I guess it's, it's how, uh, you know, a true maybe Mexican family would feel about Taco Bell maybe. Mm-hmm. It's like that kind of, just the most Americanized bullshit yeah. version of Italian food. I can, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't. I, I uh, what do you call Maggiano's? I can eat. I mm-hmm. can do. Is that the one where they sing? Where's the no? Um, what's the one where they? Is that Romano's macaroni girl? No, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Michelli's. Michelli's. Uh, there's one on. Oh, they oh, they a, sing at Michelli's. That's a, that's a L.A. thing. There's yeah. only a couple yeah. of Michelli's. That's not bad. But Maggiano's is more of a chain. Yeah, Maggiano's. I can do. Not everything, but you know, like I like I said, I would not order a lasagna there. Mm-hmm. Crazy. What's the one back east? <laughs> is, it bat- is it Bertucci's? I don't it's know. Like Bertucci's. I've heard of Bertucci's. Yeah, Bertucci's. I don't know what it is, but it it sounds good. It's like True. upgraded Olive Garden. 
from what I remember. Listen, if the the name Olive Garden, I mean, it's <laughs> it doesn't even sound Italian. No, and then you go what in. Are you talking about. Um, I was at an Olive Garden recently, <laughs> and you go in, and it just like the decor is is cheap hotel lobby. Yeah, exactly. And we were there at the around the holidays, and they have. Um, I never noticed how many just. Uh, they had lots of, I don't know what the art was on the wall because every frame was gift wrapped. Like, you know, that trick, like wrap your frame so they look like presents on the wall. And every square inch of, of wall was covered with presents. And of course, easier yeah. than the pasta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I got, I did unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks because, you know. It's, Why not? The salad's kind of wet. The yeah. breadsticks are very plain. They are, yeah. And the soups. Just are yeah. not good, and there's so, water, there's, and there's meat in their um in their pasta fagioli, which is crazy to me, because pasta fagioli is pasta and beans. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite soups. And when I was a vegetarian, I remember uh, going to an Olive Garden with my with my friends. I'm not, I'm not ugh, my friends. I'm just I can't believe I went. But um yeah, and I was like, okay, I'll just get this, and I couldn't get it. And why? Yeah. Why? Just why? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, another thing I noticed is they had a deal going on, which I guess normal Olive Garden clientele would think is a great deal, which is buy an entree here and get a second entree to take home for five ninety nine. But it's like, so you're telling me that what I came in here to sit down and have prepared for me and and consume, I can also just have in a plastic container for five ninety nine. It doesn't really make me think I'm yeah. going to Olive Garden for like a quality. You're trying to convince me that not only do I need to purchase one of these god awful meals, but two, one so I can eat it later in the mm-hmm. comfort, the supposed comfort of my own home. Mm-hmm. Sit down and eat this bullshit. I bet that one. W- I bet the takeout one would be better because. Then you can take it home and maybe like heat it up in a fun way or add some stuff. I don't know. Yeah, but it's yeah, to yeah, me, it's just flavor. like, yeah, to me, it's like, why are you advertising like, hey, this is only six. You're just eating six dollars of food. Not, not that like I need to go to restaurants and eat like expensive stuff because I, I don't. I do. I'm not. A- <laughs> but like there's something of, I just feel Olive Garden is really underselling themselves and their brand with promotions. It's like just that. it's like the Applebee's of Italian food. Mm-hmm. It's bullshit. Yeah. It's but real bad. Terrible. So it's real bad. I hate. Sorry. Olive what if? Garden. What if like? What if somebody was getting married and they're like, and you're in the wedding and they're like, we're having a rehearsal dinner at Olive Garden. What do you do? Just go and yeah, you make the most. Go. Yeah, you just go. But that's when someone asks you to be in their wedding, the whole thing is just going and make the most. Yeah, of it. that's true. Yeah, it's terrible. Fair. What a yeah. terrible. I feel. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing to each other, women? It's true. <laughs> Should be the next Me Too movement. I- <laughs> you know what Italians do? There's this place called the Venetian in Jersey. Like, and whenever someone has a wedding there, I'm like, RCP, yes, <laughs> because I know that they're gonna have this dessert hour thing where they bring out just like a, a it's it's like a show of dessert and Love they bring it. things out and there's fire going and there's like um chocolate fountains and white chocolate fountains and then there's like this thing there's always this giant cannoli just stuffed with little cannolis. Oh, that sounds amazing. Well, there's tiny can- cannolis one inside of actually cannoli? but they say right it's a giant cannolo filled with teeny cannoli. Cannoli Yeah, cuz the eye makes a plural. Is a um, is a tiny one a cannolini? Probably. <laughs> I hope and, not. <laughs> um, and then there's just like, it's like the Venetian hour, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, I love that. It's so I, fun. 
fun. I want to get married there. Yeah. Will you come? If I'm I sure get you could there, do that. Then what will we talk about? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you could. T- I don't think that that's exclusive to that one hall in Jersey. I just know that I no one that. would dare uh, hold their wedding there. Are you a cannoli stan? I, lo- I love cannoli. Yeah, I um, love a cannoli. Because I love cannolis. Cannoli. My grandma, who is Italian, never, we, we never, but my grandma, who is Polish, would get them for us mm. at her bakery all the time. So I never really, and then when my sister and I went to Italy, like I didn't see a lot of cannolis. So I wasn't yeah. sure like where cannoli, maybe it's Sicilian or I don't know. There, or, like, there's a lot of cannolis in Sicily. Uh, rice balls, which we haven't talked about, oh. uh, are also big in Sicily. My uh, Dana and I went to Italy uh like two years ago, and we had one of the best rice balls either one of us has ever had at the airport. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, the airport food in Italy is bomb. Yeah, because Italians in, in general- Wait, other- you can't yeah. say bomb in the airport. Mm, good. <laughs> Sorry, but- That's a great travel tip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just, I mean, in general, I think like, so many other cultures take their food so seriously that like even if it's mm-hmm. at the airport they're not just like throwing processed mcdonald's yeah. hamburgers on a, i'm sure they have yeah, that too but also this is a country where it is illegal to just add regular ass flour to the pasta yeah. like it has to be a specific kind of wheat and it's manufactured also, a specific way it's yeah. also illegal to import leather or coffee in wow. to italy really yeah wow. they got their own and their co- and their coffee there is amazing. I can't really drink coffee gives me a stomachache and a headache and I can drink a cappuccino there for breakfast with breakfast with mm-hmm. lunch and with dinner and just be fine all day. I think like a lot of European cultures like French and Italian especially like kind of have a, a reputation for being snobs about their food and about their cuisine but really it's like maybe we should be more snobs yes, about our yes, cuisine. Absolutely. No, they're right. You're putting it in yeah. your body. Hello. Yeah. And, and we're just like a, a culture of making mistakes and then paying a thousands and billions of mm-hmm. dollars to correct those mistakes. Why don't we not make the mistakes all day long, yeah. dummies? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with both of you very, very much because I just definitely feel like we are a culture that is fine with lesser. We're just like, oh, it's fine. There's like a martyrdom to it, mm-hmm. which I find very frustrating. And also right. we're a culture where less is more when it comes to food, which is gross sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's like quantity over quality yes. over here too. You know, like you said, you could get a whole ton of pasta for $6. Whereas I've gone to a really nice Italian restaurant and got and b- bought a raviolo, which is one ravioli, but it, well, one raviolo, one, yeah, a single form of a raviolo is one. Okay, you know what I'm trying to say. And it's delicious, and it's like a big giant one, and then like you, you cut, and then there's like an egg inside. Mm. It's like, oh, it's so good. Um, and and then magically, you know, you're, you're satiated. You're, you're not starving because yeah. it's not about shoving and shoving and shoving yeah. food into your mouth. It's about savoring each bite that you have. Right, you know? yeah. it's made with quality ingredients. It's made for you to enjoy and which is why, Take like, part in the the food, yeah. You know? And when Olive Garden has a promotion of their like never ending pasta special, it's like that feels counterintuitive to an Italian yeah. meal yes. of like just constantly more, more, more. Like, yes. here's your pasta. Take your time with it. If they were real Italians, they would feed everyone at the table mm-hmm. first. Like, you know, they wouldn't charge extra for a side of this, a side of that. That's one thing that pisses me off. But if I go to an Italian restaurant and ask for extra such and such and they charge for it, I'm like, oh, oh you're not Italian. I had a terrible experience at Buca di Beppo 13 years ago. Oh, Buca di Beppo, where the decor is if Italy had a garage. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> yes. It is, they're, they're always, they're mazes 
And they're so, t- yeah, that is the perfect way to put it. There's always a few photographs that look just a little too PG-13 to be in a restaurant. Um, but uh, but one time we like, you, it's family style. Yeah. And uh, and so we got a plate of meatballs, which is like three really big meatballs and you mm-hmm. cut and you share them. And the server came by and she said, all right, um, looks like I could get you guys, uh, would you guys like another order of meatballs? And we're like, sure, sure. You know, she suggested it and she did it in a way where we thought we were getting more meatballs. Then we get $13 added to the check because we got another order of meatballs and we were livid. So livid that I still remember because it was like, <laughs> no, don't come over and just make the offer. With, like you needed to explain they cost more or you needed to just word like it was just worded in such a like oh can oh no it was it was can i grab you some more meatballs like sure you can grab some more right. of whatever but you know would you like to order more meatballs yeah, yeah, is what yeah, should yeah. have been said when i asked for a side of ricotta with pasta and it comes in a little tiny ramekin mm-hmm. and they charge me for it i i really feel like they're missing yeah. just the whole spirit of what italian food is mm-hmm. yeah absolutely they, just- they should be forcing you to eat more food not <laughs> charging you for it have you ever been to um i hate the name i think they have one in la i know they have one in new york um italy oh yeah okay how do we feel about italy the, i hate the name i know I, I, <laughs> the name is really uh, someone's dad <laughs> it is a dad joke uh thought of it but 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 okay so here's my thing i've been i've only been to the la italy mm-hmm. um because i love a day at the mall but um my opinion is I didn't love the restaurant, but I love the market. There's a few things there that I feel like I can only get there. Mm-hmm. There's this like Camille, this tea brand that I love cool. that I get there. Um, and just, you know, I like getting food, buying products. Yeah. From there. Great Italian market. Maybe not the best restaurant if That's you're going for like, yeah. Are you making your own fresh pot? Like, do you have a pasta maker here? I you- have one, but I haven't used it yet. Okay. Because it's uh, cumbersome. Well, not it's, cumbersome, but it's like it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It takes all, like making ravioli is like an all day. But it's activity. an it's all. I it feel like fun. from starting to cleaning up the plates, like it's all a part of it. Yeah, you know? like yeah, it's yeah, all. Yeah. You know, but like how you said, you don't want to go through making a puzzle and then just breaking it apart. Yeah, yeah. it's like you make you this art and then you mm-hmm. just eat it and it's yeah. gone. Yeah, you know. But if you're feeding a bunch of people, but but it's it, I love I love food. That's what I I probably spend the most money on, um, and the most time. I mean, I'm thinking about it constantly. What am I gonna have for lunch? What am I gonna have for dinner? Food is it to me? Like I don't eat. I eat more for I eat for my mouth more than for my stomach. I would mm-hmm. say. Yeah, food is life. Yeah, food is life. Um, have you? I've made gnocchi once, and it took so long because oh, I didn't know what I was doing. And like once I got to like the part where I was like piping and creating gnocchi, that was already like an hour in, and I was like, "How much fucking longer until I eat?" Because I started this process. At but like when you 7 make fresh pasta, night. though, it is. It's delicious. It's, it's always worth it. Yeah. yeah. It's always worth it. But just, you got to start it early yeah. in the day. That's my that's mm-hmm. my one takeaway from making pasta that doesn't come out of a box is start that shit at yeah. noon. Okay. Make it Ron your Paul Sunday Peel afternoon. Ron says you can make it in less than 30 minutes. <laughs> I, I don't think so, Ron. At Christmas, my brother, like I said, my brother always makes the noodles and the sauce. And um, sometimes I think... Th- 
there's been times like one year the dog got um, one of the batches of pasta. And I think this year just was more people than they usually had over. So they bought additional, like uh, fresh from like an Italian bakery. But still uh, my brother, it was so like, my brother hates that of like, no, like I, it can't, you can't mix. You can't have, even though it was pasta, like, from an Italian or from an Italian store, and it was fresh made pasta. Uh, it just the idea of like I didn't make this. This is this. It was like this is bastard spaghetti. This I is. I didn't mix them either. Oh, they weren't mixed. We did. There were definitely two separate oh, bowls. Okay. Same sauce. So- um, like, two yeah, noodles. The VIPs yeah. get the. Yeah. <laughs> two noodles, one sauce, really. But yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it just yeah, it was. It definitely felt like the bastard uh, dish of the group was the store bought, even yeah. though it was. You know, still better yeah. than most New York pastas. And New Jersey. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Speaking of Jersey, when you're back home at Jersey, what's your favorite go-to Italian restaurant? You're gonna my, go out to eat. My cousin's house. <laughs> and what's your favorite uh, eating at home? Your cousin's house. Yeah, my cousin's. Well, my nonna is, you know, passed, so that would have been it. But she's got since passed, so can't, you know. That can't eat that. But uh, my cousins, my my mom makes a good linguine with clam sauce. Gotta mention my mom, or she'll get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but she doesn't know what she does. She makes good linguine with clam. But my my cousins, uh, Laura and Janine, have to shout them out because they are just good cooks. And my and they always they always when they know I'm coming, we'll do like a Sunday dinner and invite all the cousins over. And they'll mm-hmm. be like they like I said, they call it macaroni and gravy, but I forgive it because of the flavor. I don't care. They yeah. call it whatever they call it shoes and leather on here. <laughs> I'm eating it. It's delicious. And um, they make good meatballs. And then my cousin Laura also always makes me stuffed artichokes, which is also my jam. Mm. Hell yeah. And then my, and, and uh, Janine makes a really good uh, vodka, uh, pe- what do you call it? Um, like a penne and vodka penne sauce. Penne vodka sauce. They're just, they just, they're just good. They're yeah. just good. And they make it look easy too because they do it all the time. And yeah. Then, and when it's not, when you enjoy it, it's not work. You know? Exactly. Like they, exactly. You know, when, and it's when you're part doing of the something. whole Sunday. Like we're all in the kitchen talking while yeah. we're doing it. It's not like a chore. Well, I mean, I'm speaking for them. I'm like, yeah. it's easy. They're like, <laughs> they're yeah, like, okay. Fuck, Santina's coming over. <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, I love it. I, I and, and there's like, a, there's definitely good Italian restaurants. I think when I'm on the East Coast, my go-to is I have to get pizza. And it really doesn't matter from where? Although, oh my god, my nonna used to make homemade pizza. That was like, oh, that's all I ate in Rome was pizza. I'd Ugh. always be like, I'll try something not pizza today, but then I was like, oh, but it's so good. I know, I know, it's like not even fair. This yeah. onion pizza that she would make, which Ooh. I'm pretty sure had anchovy paste on it. You know, it makes that good. My my friend Marissa, I'm gonna tell her to make that for me. She lives in LA. Yeah, yeah. homemade. It's 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 like if I can get somebody to make it for me. Yeah. What about you? Is there any place that you can think of that's been particularly good? I know you've also yeah. been to Italy. But- um, well, uh, going home, we always used to go to an Italian restaurant called DeLuca's that I really loved. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I found out that the DeLuca's, um, their salad dressing, I loved it. I would always want to like buy it and take it back with mm-hmm. me. And then I had fucking Jersey Mike's subs one day, and I had it done the Mike's way. And I was like, wait a minute, fucking DeLuca's is just oregano they're just adding oregano it's oil and vinegar and oregano and that's it and for years i was like oh i just wish i could find deluca's dressing i don't know 
Because I, in my mind, I just assumed like it, I just created this narrative that it was very special to this restaurant because they sell it. So it must be very like special secret ingredient. And I have fucking Jersey Mike's and it's like, this is, this is Toluca's. This is, this is what they do. Which was also a nice thing because it's like, oh, I can do that. I can make it. So now I can enjoy my DeLuca's dressing without having to go there. And that reminds me, I think I'm probably wrong, but I think the garlic in LA is weaker than the garlic in Jersey. And the reason I say that is because when someone's chopping garlic in New Jersey, I feel like you can smell it before you even walk through the door. And here, I live in a one-bedroom apartment right now, and when I I can only really smell it when I'm in the kitchen or maybe mm-hmm. like next to the kitchen. But it's not like it fills the whole apartment. And in, in Jersey, it fills the whole house. And I know Gilroy is the was the garlic capital of the world or something, and that's in California. But I don't know. They must be shipping the good stuff out. I feel like garlic is stronger in Jersey. Is that it? Might be bullshit, but I don't know. Um, I can see that. I remember sometimes being home and chopping garlic, and it would make my eyes water the right. way that onions would. And I just chopped garlic yesterday, and nothing, nothing. Right? I'm telling you. And I use a couple more cloves than I normally would. I do here too. You have yeah. to use more here. I'm telling you, it's some sort of weird conspiracy i don't know <laughs> now something's going on with big garlic <laughs> and we're gonna get to the bottom of it i don't know um if there's any like one bit of wisdom that you could impart to anybody who wanted to get into making their own pasta making uh italian food like what's the one thing that you would tell them like is it a thing to upgrade is it i just added a piece to your puzzle <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, no, it's it's. What's I'm the puzzle piece that you would add, just like Steve? Did. There we go. Um, I think just just taste as you go, uh, and if it tastes good, you did it right. Mm. It's, it's pretty much. <laughs> and if it tastes like shit, you fucked up. I yeah. mean, you know what I mean. I think there is something to you know. You're kind of taking the life. Uh, it's it feels a little lifeless to just be like, all right, this amount of this yeah. and this amount of this, as opposed to like taste it. Oh, I want yeah. more of this. I want like, more of that. Know, my non, uh, that's one of my hugest regrets is not cooking with her more. So because mm-hmm. I don't know how she made a bunch of the <clears throat> things that I want to eat. That's mm-hmm. my dog Luciano. Um, <laughs> I'm not Italian, uh, <laughs> and um, so so when I do want to make something that she made. What I'll do is Google the thing and I'll find like five to seven versions of it. And then I'll just go make it based on what I'll take from all of those. What I feel like, okay, that feels right. That tastes right. That sounds right. That smells right. You know, and then I'll go. It's not like I won't just follow one of the Mm -hmm. recipes to the letter because it never really, it just doesn't work. So I have to take from and take from. So that's something I would say, right? So look up a recipe, look up a few recipes and then if you're like, oh, I don't like raisins, don't put raisins yeah. in it. I mean, it's really that simple. Yeah. I feel like that is, I feel like um, she would be proud of you for, you oh. know, being like, I'm, you know, I, because you're kind of carrying on a tradition, but adding, you know, yeah, like yeah. It, it's a Your dish Santina that, spin. yes, it's a dish that you loved and you're recreating it in kind of a new way and, and you know, putting the, the work into it. So yeah. oh, I think it's an, an honoring of a Grazie. tradition. Mm-hmm. That means thank you, Steven. Nadia. <laughs> I get it. I didn't do the Duolingo. God, <laughs> rub it in. Santino, thank you so much for coming on. Why do you know that? Oh, thank you for having me. Is there anything that you'd like to plug at this time? 
Yeah, yeah, I do a show called Rolling With My Homies at UCB. And I also do a show called Antina and Dina Celebrate with uh, my my friend Dana, who is also a really good cook. Um, check out her blog, Thank You Sunday, which is all about food, um, plugging her things. But it's good. It's worth it. Uh, yeah, and so come check out. Uh, just, you know, follow my, my Instagram, which I'm trying to be on less these days. But still, I'll plug things and do that. Let's all be on Instagram less. Yeah, but what it? But when we are on it, what yeah. is it? <laughs> when we are on it, look for Rolling with My Homies at UCB. Look for Antina and Dina celebrate. Watch one day at a time with your whole family. But oh. what's your? How do people follow you? Oh, it's just my name. <laughs> oh, it's just my name at Santina Muha. Okay, I, I decided to make it easy. It used to be at NJ Santina. Mm. That was confusing. So it's yeah. at Santina Muha. That's also my Twitter. And that's also my Facebook. But if I don't know you, why yeah. don't? <laughs> yeah, don't be like a nutritionist. Stay out of our business. Leave Santina alone. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, tell everyone you know every way you know how. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review. And be sure to go back and listen to our older episodes if you missed them. We talked about some weird stuff. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at Why Do You Know That Pod or on Twitter at Why Do You Know Pod. They're different. And if you've got questions, comments, concerns, whatever, be sure to email us at Why Do You Know That Pod at gmail.com. Let's do this again sometime. Uh-huh.